You're listening to the Claret and Big Blue Podcast on the Pass the Gravy Podcast Network. <laughs> Damn, Daniel. Taken away by Wicks. Let's see it! Oh, it's glorious! It's Pettis to Jones! Oh, what a catch by Dickie with the jump! Here as far as Saeed Ben-Rama! And we are live! We'll do it live! Welcome everyone to Claret and Big Blue, probably the only podcast on the internet dedicated to West Ham United and the New York Giants. That's right, football and football balls for everyone. Stay signed, Mike Fish, and I am joined as always by Mr. Alex Middleton. Alex, how are you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. I liked how your voice just was like rising that entire. Ah! Alex Middleton! That was good. Thanks. I've been working on it, I've been warming up the vocals. <laughs> How you been? What have you been up to in the last seven days? What adventures hath thou been on? Uh, I mean, I've been doing a new podcast, uh, picking up uh, the Big Brother podcast. So mostly... Oh, I thought you said a new podcast. I was like, God no, damn, another one? No, no, just one like it, it's only like seasonal and that kind of picked up. And so a lot of that, just just a lot of that. Went to Monster Jam with my, uh, my, my the morning show and... You know, you know me, big truck guy. Big truck guy. Did you get to sit in the big truck and go vroom vroom? I did not like drive it, but we hung out in the pit with the Rod Ryan show at Monster Truck, which was pretty cool. Was it an open bar situation? It was not. It was oh. a hangout, take pictures kind of situation, but it was fun. Was there at least alcohol available? There was alcohol that I didn't consume there. Oh, you stayed sober the whole month I just ago? went to the, the pit party. Like, it was work for me. Went to the pit party, got to hang out, shaking hands. And I guess not really kissing babies because we were masked up. So it's kind of, you know, meet and greet kind of thing. Just shaking hang hands and brushing babies with your mask. And, and, yeah, commenting on how cool babies were. Like, nice baby. Like, you did well there. That's right. Hey! Good baby, right? And they're like, I've hey. seen a lot of ugly babies in my time, and hey. this isn't one of them. Well done. No, hey, you, congrats on that kid. Thanks. That's a weird way to compliment me on my child, but I'm like, you know what? You'll always remember it now. And then you just point to their nutsack and be like, you nailed that one. You nailed it. Well done, boys. <laughs> I didn't do that. <laughs> yeah, that might have got weird. Um, so yeah, so lots of stuff to talk about, two West Ham games, um, as I said on, uh, I tweeted out, this past week for West Ham, the last two games were a lot like losing your virginity in Amsterdam, it's probably not pretty, it's a little sloppy, but you'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah. but uh, right, before we, because we have to, I guess we have to, it's not the elephant in the room, Kurt Zuma, naughty boy. What a fucking idiot. Can we call it a uh, catastrophe? Indeed, you can. Catastrophe at West Ham. Like, That's your headline. I'm sure by now, because this is an extremely niche podcast late on Tuesday, and this came out late Monday night, so I'm sure if you are a West Ham fan and you're watching this, I'm sure you've heard many, 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 many people talk about it already, and you have your views on it. Um, but... Not that you should ever do anything like this. This was bad. But this also brings to the point of why do people feel the need to put every fucking thing on on the internet? Like, it's the damn TikTok, Mike. It's the damn TikTok, I tell you. He shouldn't have kicked the cat. They're and they're talking and they're, they're sharing it to the world. I think it makes like, him cool. Like, don't kick the cat, but what, what part of his brother's brain was like, this is going to get so many likes. This cat kicking video is going to go well. This is going to be like the new trend. positives are going to come out of this. Yeah. Not great. And then also, uh, doing my research for the pod, did you know Kurt Zuma is actually a spokesman for a big cat rescue charity? Please tell me you made that up. That's. I am not making that up. 
See, that's that makes it even worse because like you coward. Nah, so you so you you big it up for the great, big cats. Not a great look. You pick well, on the little cats. I don't know. Now I know. I don't know cats as well as I know trucks, like I said earlier. But um, big truck guy. It was said it was like a Bengal cat, which I don't know if that's just like a big. It, it didn't look like a big cat in the the video we saw. Um, well, isn't that like it, it might have been a small cat, but I don't think it was a tiger. Like, like you know, there's those like fancy, there's like big, like there's like house cats. I guess people get, but they're not really house cats. They're like bobcat sized but like like i don't know i know it's isn't like that like the same as the, the cincinnati bengals a bengals like a tiger but like i don't know if that was like a like a house cat that he was kicking not that it justifies any of that but it's like i don't know if that's one of those special cats yeah i'm, I, I'm, not, I, yeah, I'm not a real cat guy either. talking cats it may, maybe it was an ocelot i don't know Maybe it broke in, and he was defending his house. I don't... That's not how it looked. Because I think it was, like, a kid who was in one of the videos holding it, and he slapped it, and it was like, all right, that's definitely... You shouldn't do that in front of a kid, but whatever. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. It was weird that West Ham started him today. I did feel like, you know, the fans were saying, boo, every time he touches the ball. Like, that's kind of sending a message. Like, don't do that. Um not condoning anything he did off the field but on the field didn't look bad really good we, i mean definitely didn't let it affect him at the, at the outcome of the game um we we needed that defense and he was a big part of that defense there were a couple plays that he made and it, they were very beneficial to us he actually brought the ball out a couple of different times and i thought he made some pretty solid passes to help us almost create opportunities which uh, i mean if you were to just segue from that, I don't know. Do you have any more cat takes? Carol Baskin is going to be fucking pissed, though, when she sees this. Do you reckon she'll do a blog on it? A vlog? Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. Uh, we are here today to condemn what was done by West Ham defender Kurt Curtis Zuma. We here, Zuma. We here at Declare It in Big Blue podcast do not condone the kicking of cats. Disavow immediately. Disavow. Indeed. Please release that in like a press release or something like that. We'll do that. Um, but yeah, do you want to go into today's game since it's fresh, or do you want to yeah, talk about the shit that. show Let's... of Kidderminster? Hey, shit show. That was a win. Wins are wins. Are wins. Are wins. Let's go into today's first though. Fresh. Let's do it. Fresh in the mind. She's fresh, fresh, exciting. Boo -doo -boo -doo -boo. Um, big news though, yeah, before we get into the game, obviously everyone knows the result, we won, and Manchester United drew 1-1 against Burnley, which means West Ham, back in the top four. There the we boys are back in town. It's true, it's true. The boys back in town. Boys are back, confirmed. So yeah, what did you think of the game? I thought it was pretty, I mean, it wasn't a bad performance, but it wasn't like a very exciting performance. If our team could work together at one time, if they could all just fire, if the midfield could work when the offense wants to go to town, if the defense could play well, then also have the offense. It's like we get one or the other. We either have to win like a shootout where it's like 2-3 or we're just going to have to hope it's a 1-0 game because our offense is gonna, isn't going to do anything. I don't know. Benny didn't look great today. Antonio didn't look great today. Really, nobody up front besides Bowen looked good. Manu Lindsay he looked in, okay when he came on. When, but when he came in, he, I mean, he didn't start. I'm talking starters. Like we got absolutely like we had opportunities in the first half, but it was like Bowen created all of them. And even Bowen's goal was like it was a ricochet that just kind of misdirected it into the net. Like it was a sick goal. It was cool, but we should have had a couple other opportunities. I feel like it could have been a three nil game. It could also have been like a three one, three two game. Fabianski looked pretty great. Uh, in the opportunities he had to he had to make saves and clean sheet, um, I'll take that. Yeah, I mean, and, and that's that's been rare with us this season. Um, Bowen really just Bowen and Rice are just a step above everybody at this point right now. They like, I, I think Cresswell played well. Zuma didn't play bad. Dawson had a, had a really solid performance, the best performance I've seen Dawson have in in a while, honestly. Yep. But um, I, I, Sufal like seems a little bit kind of. 
sloppy a little bit with his his, pass is, his passing was a little like off yeah i agree yeah. with you um but really like rice there was that offside that they just let watford run it out anyways but rice chased him down chased the guy down on an obvious offside but rice just gunned him down from midfield and that was pretty awesome and it really just like when rice is coming at, in the midfield with the ball like you there's nothing you can do like, he, that guy's gonna he, he's gonna do what he wants at will and I mean, I understand why there's always these rumors that Rice is getting all this attention from the big clubs because he's the best midfielder in the league. The maybe in his I would position, say he's probably I, the best I, in the Premier League. I, I think so too. Like it is just it's he's leaps and bounds better than anybody. And it's just like there were a couple times where he he and I get it was Watford, so it's not the best competition. But like he just kind of stops. He'll stop, and it's like he just processes everything for a second, and then he just he makes he takes that extra second to process what he's got to do and he makes the play that way and it's there's that's very rare right now where it's like a lot of it is thinking on the fly and rice is very good at being he's he's skilled enough to be able to just turn it right back on and keep going but it's like he'll just kind of stop at midfield look makes the pass and then he goes and he sets him he sets himself up and against kidderminster that's kind of how he scored that goal he kind of stopped paused passed it outside runs inside sets himself up for that goal that eventually it ties it sends us to extra time and, it, and just he's got that like it's just, I don't even know what it is called. It's just like he's the, the timing that he has is just it's he's absolutely perfect uh, in all of that. And like he's the best defender that like West Ham's had in a very 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 long time. Just you, he, he's he's gonna stuff you every single time. He has he's he's great at, at, at not taking you out, not getting the yellow cards, but just doing just enough to get the job done. And then Bowen really like the last two months has just gotten better and better and better and better. And today. Um, towards the end of the game, there was an opportunity that we had to take a 2-0 lead. And, and Bowen almost goes out of bounds, just kind of sidesteps back in, and then just keeps running down the sideline, taking yeah. out two guys. Like that's He's he's on another level right now. And thank yeah, God, because without the two of them, like really, like without the two of them, Kidderminster doesn't happen. And like today doesn't happen. Because really, they were the biggest difference in the game. Do you think that they're stepping up so much that they're shining ahead of the rest of the team or do you think whether it be fatigue or whatever it might be where the rest of the team are just kind of falling back and they're just like having to carry them i think it's a little bit of a, a combination of both i know ben rama has been doing the afcon stuff so he's he might be a little bit gassed he just hasn't looked like himself um and, and then i don't know antonio i guess he was doing uh jamaica qualifying so maybe that was it too. But so I mean, you know, Rice was doing qualifiers as well for for England. It's yeah. I don't know. Antonio just seems like he's been gassed. We've talked about this for the last month or so, and uh, it might I mean, be a coincidence. But ever since he started playing for Jamaica, he's not been the same player. Right? Yeah. Maybe there's I, too I much on his you. plate. I don't know. Suchek's tailed off a little bit. Um, we just I, I don't know. We're we're not all clicking at the same time. I I do think though like. Rice is just an we, we it's it's fun to say we just have an elite world class athlete that like West Ham isn't used to having those guys all the time and the fact that like he is now like like the best at his position in the in the Premier League it's it's obvious when you see the stuff like like he just he can do like he can do the little pause pass like you know he can do that stuff that elite athletes do and it's just we're not used to that so we're like wow how's he so much better it's because he's elite he is elite and Bowen. Just like Bowen was was considered for a call up to the English team a little while ago. Like, I mean, G Gareth won't pull it because he's an idiot. Gareth only picks his friends. Right, but like I'm saying, like Bowen was in under consideration of it, and Bowen has been very much deserving of that. And just if we could get some more production from anybody else up front, having Bowen and Antonio clicking would just like we could we could have scored four goals today. You know, we 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 just. It's him kind of doing it all by himself. And how many times was there a lob into the box that nobody was there for? It just it, it that happened so many times a day that just felt like we we just lacked like we we got the ball down the field, we got the ball to the other side, we just couldn't do anything once we got inside the box. And it, that's been West Ham's like biggest weakness this season. I mean, the defense, yeah, when we had the injuries, that was a weakness. But like, this is just like. With the starters in, this is what West Ham does from time to time, where you're just like, what the fuck are you guys doing? I'm loving that we're still chipping away. Back, like I said, back in the top four, but 
still, even though nothing's happened yet, I still can't help but worry in the back of my head. It's like, because this is it. This is all we've got. We have no real backup. Right. I don't want to harp on too much about, you know, transfer windows closed. I'm not going to bitch about it anymore, but still, it's like, yeah, we, oh this my is God. our hand. This is our hand we got now. These are the guys we're riding with for the rest of the season. It's, it's weird. I mean, we got the wins against teams you have to get wins against. You have to beat Kidderminster. You have to beat Watford, especially in the Premier League. You got to beat Watford. You got to get those teams that are at the bottom of the table. You got to be able to get the three points against them. And we were able to do that. And that's like, you know, that's the difference in last year, us not making the Champions League is because we dropped some games against teams we shouldn't have dropped games against. And yeah, you can say it with any team. But like, I felt like there were so many games that was like, oh, a tie against Sheffield. That kind of fucked us. You know, when we, I think we were two spot, two points shy of Champions League. Yeah. I want to say two or three points shy. So, like, you know, a win against Sheffield, we, hypothetically that that rockets us up into there um it's just it's it's the little things that maybe they don't seem like a big deal now but like a win against watford even though it wasn't the most impressive win like i'm happy with it right now we've got to improve we've got to build on that and that's what makes me nervous against leicester leicester team is going to be pissed off against at, at, like the, we've dominated leicester so you know that them at home is are going to be very motivated come sunday and uh, it'll be interesting and then to we've see got we newcastle as well Newcastle are turning shit up as well. Fuck so we've got two that. tough games ahead of us. Yeah. So that's really what I had to say about the Watford game. The Bowen was Bowen and Rice were the bright spots and that Zuma deserved the booze. So before we I heard an interesting point on a radio show in England. And I kinda of wanted to discuss it, see what your thoughts were. So they were talking about how you know how Jack Grealish was sold by Aston Villa for like 120 million or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And you could argue because they invested that money to get another two or three players in that you could argue that they're in a better position now than they were when they had Jack Grealish on their team. Obviously, in an ideal world, well, listen, said head of the summer a lot of speculation again every transfer window is that Declan Rice could be moved on to a bigger a bigger club like a, a I think realistically Man City or Chelsea are the only two teams you should, he'll go to United I don't think he'd go to United they're a mess I don't think he'd see the okay. point of going to there um but do you think that would it not be the end of the world obviously again I'd like him to stay with us but if we were Basically, we're gonna get if we are gonna sell him this this summer, we're probably gonna get north of a hundred million pounds for him. We would have to. He's gonna get more than Grealish, right? Or is I, Grealish gonna... I'd like to think so. But do you again for ways on are we gonna invest that money right? But if we do invest and the way we have invested, realistically with that money, we could get three or four decent players that fit into our side. Would would you take that option? I mean, I, that's that's the gamble you take on anything like that. You know, like you could not hit on any of those guys, and then you're out Rice, and your team just sucks now. And that's like you lose the best player at that position. But like, if you can't fill that void quick enough, like we're gonna be back in a relegation battle. I feel like, and uh, that's that's the big gamble on it. I mean, I think obviously you hope that Rice stays, unless somebody just gives you the bank. They're like, here, you know, give us, give give us. Give us. A, I mean, I don't know. It, it, it depends on what's going on with the sale of this club. If the Czech owner is going to want to keep Rice, like if he's going to be a guy that's just like, let me build off of this, or like, is he going to be a guy that comes in and he's like, hey, I got some money. I'd like to spend that money on other people. The only reason I'm kind of hopeful about the summer is because since our last episode, David Moyes did a an interview by basically saying that, no, I had money available. I just didn't want to spend it because I didn't see anyone out there that I wanted to bring in, which is the Jan- January transfer window, which is typically the harder one. So you pay more to get something. That's yeah. And it. less people are available. Whereas in the summer, that's when people start coming up, you know, we've got one year left in the contract. So teams are more willing to sell them because they don't want to lose them you for get free. The following year. Nothing basically. Get Lingard for nothing. So I, if that trend continues, I can see money being made available to David Moyes. And I think the number banded around was like 40 to 50 million pounds he had available to him if we were to sell Deck and Rice 
that could this potentially bump it up to 150. That could be a pretty decent purse for David Moyes to go out and spend I some money. I understand what you're saying there, but it's like that is a lot of guys, and just it's it's to me it's like when I bet more games. Like if I bet more games, the odds that I'm going to lose more games is higher because I'm betting more. So you're taking a gamble on each one of these guys that you're going to be bringing in, hoping that you're replacing Rice, and it's like okay, so. We get, like, say we get 150 mil, so we've got $200 million to go spend. You can bring in four or five guys maybe for that. But bringing in four or five guys, you've got all the money to bring in extra guys, but then you also have a likelihood that four or five of those guys might not pan out or that more of them may not pan out than do pan out. And that is a pessimistic way of thinking about it. But it's just like you have such a good deal right here. If you can get some more money, and I mean, with a new owner, right? Like a billionaire owner, maybe he's like, "Dude, let's just fucking go for it. We're right there." Maybe like the Moist system seems like it works well in a spot where you don't just have unlimited money too. And like, if you can get somebody that can infuse a little bit more money into it, then like, I, I don't know. I, I just I feel like Moist has a system, and like he's a guy that you don't need to have Man City money to deal with. So if we can keep Rice and let Moyes kind of massage everything and like work it the way he is, like it's been like we've been up there. Like we, we're not going to be winning the league every year, but like we competing for a Champions League spot every single season is something that I'm stoked about as as a West Ham fan. And that's kind of I think the goal for this club. Like that's that's the ceiling I would say. Like yeah, maybe we fuck around and we can hang hang and be on a title hunt one day. But like Man City and and United and Chelsea, those guys kind of have that. Those top three spots kind of seem locked up for a little while right now, and it'll be interesting to see just like what happens with this. But if you move Rice, I think yeah, you got to get all you can for it. I just I understand the positives of it, but I, there's a lot of negative that just makes me not want to move on just yet. I think what make me a little bit more willing would be. I mean, he hasn't really had enough time to show it, but when Alex Kral has played in that position he hasn't lit the world on fire so right. he's obviously not going to be the the natural replacement for him and then you, unless we you, know the replacement yeah and then you run the risk of potentially changing the system and only having Suchek in the middle who knows but uh yeah, it's something to look forward to. I think I think we are. It's quite nice to be in our second season now in straight succession where we are there or thereabouts. Will we finish in the top four? Who knows? But we're in we're in the conversation still this far into the season. So hopefully that's enough to keep Declan Rice or yeah, maybe if there if there are opportunities out there, I am slowly maybe not hope not, not i'm not wishing he he we sell him definitely not but i'm kind of i guess getting used to the idea because i think it's inevitable eventually within the next year or two you're not a big club yeah it's gonna unless we win the europa league this year or get the champions league but i think this is gonna be it we'll see yeah but i'm still kind of excited to find out who we're gonna play in the europa league because we've got the I think it's at the end of this month that weird qualifying round Playoff, is played. Yeah. And then we find out. But you know we're playing the FA Cup. Southampton. Okay. That's a winnable game. Wait, yeah, how I'm many not... teams are left at this point? 16. Okay. Yeah, this is the last 16, and the round six, last eight, and then the semifinals, finals. I'm happy with that draw, actually, because I, after. The Kidderminster performance. I'm glad we didn't get another small team because there's still there's like Boreham Wood, who's like a, I think they're in the next step up from Kidderminster. But I was hoping Molotov or whoever it was that beat Man United. Middlesbrough. Molotov. Muzzletov. Arlo White would have a field day if we were commenting about him and we said Muzzletov FC. Mazeltov beat Man United. Congratulations. Mazeltov against Middlestown. Sounds like a fucking weird drunk depiction of Harry Potter. It does. Those are the houses that they didn't come up that they like cut at the last second. They're like, yeah, we only need four. Budget cuts. Mazeltov, you're out. We have to close them. 
But yeah, so I'm glad we got a Premier League team that we can beat in the next round. Then it gets through to the last eight, and then it's, who knows what happens. But uh, all winnable games. Mm. Um, how far ahead should we? I mean, we don't want to get too far. We've got Leicester coming up next. Who knows? It's a winnable game. They're not playing too hot, but neither thing and neither were we. And then we have Newcastle. Um, by the way, I, I, we're going to do this live, I guess, because I forgot to ask you. Um, probability we're going to be taking a skip next week, right? Because of our schedules yeah, don't line probably. up next week. We're probably going to skip. So for those loyal watchers live, um, we'll probably be skipping next week and then be returning the week after. Uh, in a bumper episode. It's all good. It's, all good. it's a nice thing. Episode 60, we're taking a break. Then we're going to come back strong for 61. Um, I think we've covered everything. Should we talk about some giant stuff? We've got some yeah, football. Not, not too much going on with the Giants, really. But um, I'm down. What you got? Why don't you start us off with some well, Giants talk? It's more discussion, I guess. So we've got... I guess it's almost similar to... Well, not, I'm not saying we have... De New York Giants has a Declan Rice on the squad, uh, but talk about you know free agency is coming up now. Before the draft, everyone kind of goes nuts. Is free free agency season? Is that typically before the draft or after draft? I forget. Um, I'm trying to get my before the draft in. because you want it. Like if you get a big name free agent, you want to lock them in before the drafts because then you if you don't get your guy, if you go for somebody and and they sign with somebody else, then you know what you need to draft. And that's kind of like the big name guys are going to go early, um, but then you're going to have the draft and then you're going to have like a second group of free agents. So there's been a lot of work. I mean, we've already picked up, I don't know how much, I think he's just been signed to kind of like the practice squad and kind of sort of I mean, yeah, deal him out. We don't have like a full roster basically at this point. So you could cut people like in the preseason, but yeah, now like teams can load up with so many people. But yeah, so we've got, we've picked up Jamie Gillen. The Scottish Hammer, a punter from Inverness in Scotland. Do you know much? I know he's played for the Browns, and I think he played for um, someone else. We are well. a Matt McRobert podcast. Um, we're hoping that we pick up Matt McRobert from Sam Mason State this offseason. Um, ideally, after the draft, we could probably snag him. And he's an Auss he's an Aussie, so he's he's a fun guy. Veteran of past gay podcasts as well. So Loves a tinny. But yeah, um, I don't know. Anybody that's not Riley Dixon at this point, Riley Dixon was not great. Yeah, he was not. He didn't let a world We punted a lot. We punted a lot. Hopefully we're not punting that much this season, so it won't matter as much. But right, I was doing a little bit of research on this guy. And apparently, where was it? Duh, 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 duh. So he got signed in, or you know, he went undrafted in 2019. And then signed with the Cleveland Browns. And on his first, I think it was his first punt. It was in a preseason game, but his first punt, he, and this is on Wikipedia, where it says he blasted a 74-yard punt. So this guy's got, I mean, have you seen a picture of this guy? Do you know this guy? He's like jacked as shit. Yeah, I saw a picture when you had said, you had posted something about him today on the teaser. But you know another guy that I would not hate drafting? Uh, the San Diego State punter. That guy can punt the ball at 80 yards. And um, if you can punt the ball at 80 yards, you can flip the field no matter where you are. So I would also be down to have, like, that's a, that's a weapon. That's a game changer right there. So maybe we load up that way. Not first round, but like I'm saying, like, take him in the fifth, sixth round. But I mean, we Hopefully called it a few weeks pick. ago. Like we're we're gonna fill our team with kickers and punters, kickers, that's, punters, and offensive line. That's where we're going. Um, also, where I saw a lot of talk about potentially offloading uh, Saquon Barkley. Where does he? Because he was drafted the year before Daniel Jones, right? Yes. So I don't know what he's con. So. Is this, I guess, his rookie contract's finished right now? Um, he might have one more year like if, if they pick up the team option. I'm not 100% sure. But, I mean, if Saquon gets traded, I understand it. It just depends on what you're going to get back for him. Saquon seems like he's more likely, I'd heard you said, Kadarius Tony. Um, I, that, I don't think that's going to happen. He's too, you know, he's only played with, he hasn't even played a full season really with us. And I think that 
we've, we're going to be building an offense that goes around somebody like him, kind of like Stefan Diggs had the Bills offense kind of built around him. Um, so I think that that'll, that'll be a reason we keep him. I, I mean, anytime you have a new coaching staff, you're going to have all kinds of questions about like, what are they going to do? Where are they going to go with all of these guys? Like, are they going to fit? And I think that the way that Dable and, and his staff so far, and uh, that, that includes our new offensive coordinator, Mike Kafka, who, uh, no big deal. He uh, worked with this guy named Patrick Mahomes. Perhaps you've heard of him. You know, he's an MVP, Super Bowl champ, but he's worked with him for the last couple of years. So that'd be awesome to have Daniel kind of do some Patrick Mahomes stuff. Um, and then also Mike Kafka. Ka- or Kafka-esque is like a word. Like, I want to start using that. We're like, our offense is very Kafka-esque, which I think means like there's impending doom or it's like <laughs> it's very bleak, but like our, we have a Kafka-esque offense. Sounds smart. Impending doom for the opposition, right? Not exactly. Us. Right. Okay, and then we, we're also hiring uh, in the process right now Wink Martindale, who uh, up until this past season was the defensive coordinator for the Ravens. And the Ravens had some pretty solid defenses over the years. Uh, just look up Wink Martindale. His name's Wink, but the guy looks scary. And like, you're not going to want to score on that guy's defense. You do not want Wink Martindale mad at you. And, um, we have a pretty solid like core of our defense. If we can actually get some pass rush going, I really like our secondary and where our secondary is. If we can build some linebackers in along with everything we've got, um, I think that uh, Martindale could could thrive, and we could have ourselves a solid little defense going on. I really like the staff that Dable's got in place so far. Just putting this up here. Wink for those watching. Where? Are they? Like, Those of you not watching, you're not missing much right now. There we go. Like, you, you're scoring that guy? Christ. You're scoring that guy? I don't think so. Yeah, for those listening, I just pulled up a picture of Wink Martindale, and he looks like like, he knows where some bodies are buried. You don't want that guy mad at you because you didn't make a stop on third down. You don't want that guy mad at you. God damn it. You gotta be sleeping with the fishes, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, he's coming in. But word on the street, though, is our cap is not looking great. So I think we it's might have to offload but some stuff. You also can draft, and you get all that. There's definitely gonna be some changes made. Um, I don't know if it's gonna be with like big name players. Saquon would be the most likely one, which is a big name player. But I don't think we're gonna be offloading a ton of people. I wouldn't hate to have uh, no Evan Ingram on the team, though. So that'd be cool. He's gotta be gone, surely. Let's, let's move on. You know. Move on past Evan Ingram. Move on. Get rid of him. Um, Alex, oh, in the live chair, did you watch the Pro Bowl, Mike? See, Mike, he only wants to know if I watched it. He doesn't doesn't care about your opinion, Alex. He knows I did. Yeah, I I watched it. I had it on, I guess. But I I didn't realize how... I knew it obviously wasn't going to be a very highly competitive game and hard-hitting. But... How many times where the the quarterback would like pass the ball off, and then the runner would run, and then it was basically like tag football. Someone would touch him, and then the ref would blow the whistle. Yeah, like, oh. yeah. Like, okay, I I, I wasn't class. expecting it to be like smash mouth football. Don't get me wrong, but I, Give me I didn't realize it was going to be like that soft. I was like, oh, okay, this is basically televised practice. So what the fuck is this? Yeah, it wasn't great, um, but. I don't know, it's football. It's just it's one of those things where you're like, damn it, we're about to have no football after next week. And then what do we do? Guess we have the USFL. We do have the USFL. Yep, and then next is it next year we've got the XFL? So much football. XFL's back, yeah. As a part owner of an XFL franchise, I'm very excited to welcome back the Roughnecks. Uh you know the old saying, you can't judge a cover by its cover. Great. Yep. A, that is a great point, Alex. So that is a great can. point. Is he? Are you referring to the Pro Bowl or Wink Winkman? Because if if this oh. guy, apparently, yeah, wouldn't it be? He could be like the guy who's like he reads to the orphans. Like he's Wink like the Martin super Dale nicest guy reads. ever. He like donates. Yeah, I read to the orphans. What's what's it to you? You're like, dude. I was just complimenting. You. That's a really. Good admirable thing to do. What's it to you? Who's asking? Like, Stop staring at me all scary like that, Winkman. I like that he calls him Winkman. He called him Winkman. I didn't even realize. 
<laughs> Alex O and I, same wavelengths. Same wavelengths. He's a, weak, a weak man, like similar to a wingman, except like. No, it's our, we got our own wingman. Not everybody gets a wingman. We get wingman, Martindale. No, I just feel like what a wingman would be is like I if you're out and you're like trying to. You say something ironic or whatever, and then your wingman jumps in and goes. Like you don't do get it. You have a guy that does it for you. Yeah. I can't wink, so I got a wingman. That would be a really funny but you should have like a parrot and the parrot can wink <laughs> jk get it get it <laughs> ah wink man no 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 wink man it's the worst superhero ever yeah what about a wingman who can't stop winking this is like slowly becoming a saturday night live sketch yeah I like that idea too. So why is your friend winking at me so much? He just likes it, alright? Leave him alone. My friend's a really nice guy, you should hook up with him. He just yeah, he winks at the wrong times. Yeah. Wait, are nice you winking because I because I shouldn't what? hook up with your friend? No, no, you should. You should I, totally I don't get it. it. I don't know, I just have this thing, I always wink after everything I say. It's making me not believe anything you say. <laughs> That's terrible. Like, he has to give bad news. Uh, I'm afraid <laughs> your father has died. What? Did wait? Did he? What? I, I don't mean know. it. <laughs> I mean it. Why does no one believe what I'm saying? Uh, Alex wants Alex. Alex. Alex O wants Alex P to be his wingman. Hype me up tomorrow. Oh, on, uh, I think on Pass the Gravy, I've, I've given, um, somebody said that they introduced somebody to Pass the Gravy, and I was like, well, they're awesome, you should definitely date them, they're a great guy, and I was like, hey, if you want to introduce people to our podcast that you're dating, or on dates, like, uh, I will hype you up in any way possible to set date, and then you can play them the clip from the podcast, because that means there's one more listen to the podcast, so, really, anybody wants me to, to, you know, hype them up for dates, it's like uh, I'm your, I'm just your your spokesman. Hi, Alex Middleton here. Just uh, letting you know, Alex, so great guy. I might sleep with him on the first date. Massive penis, my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and little stuff like that. And then he plays it for the girl, and she's like, "Oh, okay, cool dude." Like there was one time I was in the bathroom, you have and I was two like, "Strangers endorsement? That must be good enough for me." So one time I was in the bathroom, I was like, Alex, why did you bring your pet snake in here? Oh, it, no, it's... <laughs> yeah, maybe not focus so much on the dick jokes, but he introduced a girl to pass the baby. Yeah, he did. I he bet did. she loved it. It did. I bet she's now listens, well. a weekly listener. I hope so. I hope so. And maybe eventually she'll uh, expand her horizons in the PGG... She'll Network. become a New York Giants and West Ham fan, yeah. just spontaneously. And then Alex will be on a date with a girl wearing this sweet t-shirt. Merch.cbbpod.com is where you can get it. Mine came yesterday. I'll be wearing mine on Past the Gravy tomorrow. And Past the Gravy, bro. So you two for of me wearing that shirt tomorrow. As long as you don't fall asleep too early. I won't. Well, set your alarms, listeners yeah. and hosts. And hosts. Did you did you just be like fuck that? I'm going to bed, or did you just pass out and like oversleep? I passed out. So that was on me. You played it off well though. Like, oh, due to technical issues, we're gonna miss in the show. Tonight. I said no pod tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. Um. So yeah, we've kind of dived into that kind of thing. What are we? Uh, what are the good folks? Other than being a wingman for Alex O, what are you? What are the good folks got to look forward to and pass the gravy tomorrow? Oh, I have some pretty solid ideas. I always we always start pot off with uh, some good ideas that I have that Pat and Robert will inevitably try and shit on. But I've got a couple great ones, uh, some all time good ones coming up tomorrow. Um, we'll get you ready for Valentine's Day. Talk a little Super Bowl. 
Pat and I have uh, our final two picks before uh, somebody will have to make good on the waffle bet where the loser of our picks for the year uh, is going to have to eat 24 waffles before they can eat anything else, no matter how long it takes them. So that'll be an interesting uh, payout. I feel like some that one of us will get. I'm up two games on Pat, so really if I can crush two of them in the Super Bowl, I'm nails, so hopefully I can get two right and uh, and you know wrap this bad boy up. Um, is this gonna be question, is this gonna cool. be filmed? Like you're gonna do like a it'll be blog? documented on Twitter. Okay. Yeah, beautiful. You have to like post every single one you're eating, so we can tell. And if you don't post it, it doesn't count. You can't be like, well, this is actually the fourth one. It's like, well, I didn't see three other ones, so start over, buddy. And if you eat anything in between that's not waffle, yes, start it all over from square one. Is it waffles or pancakes? Waffles. Nice. Nice. Yeah, segue. in honor of Waffle Box. Appreciate which it. You can listen to tomorrow. And uh, what might you be listening for on Waffle Box this week? Well, we're going to talk about Jackass. New Jackass Forever movie coming out. Um, and then other things, including this woman who her parents bought her an ancestry.com dna kit for her 30th birthday and when that dna thing came back it was like guess what that's not your dad whoa so we're going to be talking about that on waffle box <laughs> and so that backfired indeed so fuck i wish i hadn't bought that for a gift have <laughs> you ever have you ever done any of that stuff ancestry or no i i've been I don't tempted want to have my dna and be cloned i'm I mean, you know oh no, I'm just, I'm just worried about wasting the money because I'm like worried that I'm going to spend the money doing it and then a couple of weeks later I'm going to get a report that's, that's going to come back saying you're English and Irish, what do you expect? You're actually German, you're not even English. Your oh, accent's all German. lie. I might... If you're German, you know, you go far Ugh. enough back, you know what that means. Alright. Like German and Argentinian is what you'd get. No, but I'd want um, some. If I was to do, it, I want some like le total left field shit. Like, oh, you're twenty five percent Chinese. What? That'd be wild. It would be cool, right? Um, we got my brother gave us a dog DNA kit for my dog for Christmas one time, and we got it back, and it was like a percentage. It was like super mutt, and I was like, that is bullshit. That you can't just say super mutt. That's not That's a, a cop out. That's not a breed. And it was, it was it was dumb, but uh, it was interesting to see. Like, oh, you're this and part this and part this, allegedly. But you know, if you see anybody your DNA, they are going to clone you and then make the cloned version of you commit crimes that they can frame you for. So that's why I will not do that. Got to be ahead of them. Smart thinking. I just do a video podcast multiple times a week, where they have all of my facial scan. Yeah, so they can't. I mean, they definitely can't do anything that way. Deep fake the shit out of you. <laughs> they, they just don't have my DNA right away. They have to work a little bit harder. They'll try. They'll yeah, try. They yeah, they Those will. robots that when they take over, they'll try anything. Um, that would be crazy if Mike was part Mexican. I mean, I've got the facial hair. Loco, right? <laughs> hey, a little Spanish joke for you guys. You get a little bit of everything on this show. A little bit of everything. Right, before we end, obviously, yes, make sure you check out Pasta Gravy and Waffle Box tomorrow on social media networks. It's at Pasta Gravy Pod and at Waffle Box Pod. Um, I guess before we wrap up the show, we should end on who do we think? I don't know, you're going to talk about in depth on Pasta Gravy, but are you excited about the, the Flint Michigan Mega Bowl this Sunday? Or uh, the Super Bowl? Are you, are, you, are, you, are you not familiar with the Will Ferrell movie Semi Pro? Oh, the Tropics. Yeah, the Flint Michigan Mega Bowl. Because we can't say the S word. No, you just say Superb Owl. Superb Owl. This Sunday. Um, but we're not advertising, so we can say the Super Bowl. With the um, halftime show coming in from M and M's and Nurse Andre. Yep, and that's Michael Snippy. Kors. Snippy Cat. Mm -hmm. And Snoopy. Met last. There we what go. 
right? Anyway, Netlab yeah. Is, okay, nailed it. Sure, nailed why not? It. Um, who, who, do you want to, who you take? Who you, who you, um, I feel like the Rams are going to win, which makes me think the Bengals will. I think that it's a close one, but the Rams probably win. I think the, I'm going to bet the Bengals. Though. Yeah, I put, I, I've already put $5 on the Bengals to Whoa. win with the spread. I know. I know. That's going to be a cool $9.40 that I'm going to win on Sunday when they yeah, come in. But as I was saying before we went live, I actually opened up my Caesars app because we are all Caesars just because the Mannings are on those commercials. True. Uh, that's a good point. Apparently, I had some money in there that I deposited and totally forgot about so i'm just like putting on crazy bets because i'm like this is free money you should go to the casino part of it and then just play like roulette and put it all on black or red and then just see where it goes from there then maybe you get a little bit more to bet on the super Bowl. my god well, we'll i did that know. and lost like 40 dollars playing blackjack the other day i was like that's dumb this is why i bet sports and not cards do you want to know my system on blackjack get 21 as much as possible not blackjack sorry <laughs> roulette roulette get, get an ace in a face yeah. card every single time that was kind of dumb yeah roulette though there is it's not <laughs> obviously there's not a system because you got land on the thing that the ball lands on pick that correctly beforehand but so you know when you go to the roulette table they have the screen that tells you what the last number was <laughs> no no don't base anything off of that it's bullshit i know that's you know bullshit that. okay there's people that like they're like it's been on 39 10 oh, yeah. times it's like you oh it's been like right it's a wheel yeah. now each spin is independent of the last one so just because it's been five red numbers doesn't mean it's gonna be a black next um that's my favorite thing though watching people watch that board well i was watching the documentary fun fact about about las vegas yeah that is only there to hook people in there is no information is given well that. it's been an odd number 12 of the last 13 it's like that means nothing it's like flipping a coin dude and also did you know that why most casinos in las vegas are designed in there's no straight pathways in a casino so it's all no so apparently because human nature is if you can't i like I can't see around the corner. I want to see around the corner. So it makes you walk through the casino and be captured by more of the trap. It was a very interesting shit they go in there. Also, why, like, oh, yeah, all the rooms are never, like, you can't just walk to the elevators and then go to your room. You have to walk through everything. On cruise ships, too, you got to walk through the casino and a lot of it. Because that's the only way, really, they make money because you're not making any money on the food and shit. Right, I on imagine boat, on cruises you definitely are. Oh, I don't know. I thought I've never been on a cruise ship. Don't you get like all inclusive? Oh, that dinner and uh, shit. but you pay a lot for the all inclusive. Oh yeah, yeah. But when, I mean, like once you're on it, you don't technically have to spend it. Ah, uh, if you drink alcohol, you gotta pay still. So they make that money. Fuck that, that. I'm just gonna go to Aruba again, all inclusive, and get my free uh, beer. Yeah. You should oh, go like there. You should check Aruba. that out. Aruba. Aruba. It's like. Aruba! 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 Aruba. <laughs> Where did this podcast go? This I podcast don't know. got off the rails a little bit. It was fun. I mean, this is, this, is, this, is, this is what you got to look forward to the next couple of months when there's like no giants to talk about as well. We'll draft basically. in a little bit. We've got the draft, and then we're just going to wing it till end of May and then, I guess, take another break until yeah. Giants are back. Anyway. But we're going to have fun doing it. We're going to have a fun ride, a fun journey. Um, but yeah, so check us out. What is the? Oh, no one cares about the Winter Olympics. You're British. Your team doesn't do anything, so that's why you don't care. I don't think we've won a medal yet. The Brits? We yeah. have won silver medals. Congratulations. But we're going to win golds. Duh. Uh, duh. You're the best. Uh, do you know, like, which Curling. contests... Curling and probably snowboarding and figure skating. I don't know. I don't I know. Like, is there any hot Americans in those? Like, I'm in Big Brother mode. You know, you know, Olympics are on in the background. British hockey. I don't, well, they, they probably have a team. I don't think they qualified. Well, one good thing, yeah. America will probably win Celebrity Big Brother. They'll get gold medal in that, probably. Mm, yeah. Good yeah, shot. When's the next episode of that? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. 
Pasquay Bro, at Pasquay Bro. Follow us. When's the next episode? Is there an episode on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, um, or Monday? There's an episode on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Sunday, Monday. Maybe I'll catch up and uh, make a run in on a pasta gravy, bro. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. Sis, check those all out. Let's just wrap this shit up because this has gone rogue again. But it's always <laughs> fun. So, yes, make sure if you are watching us on YouTube or Spotify, make sure you hit the follow, subscribe, and all that good shit. Uh, tell a friend, tell a family member. Uh, make sure you go to Waffle Box Pod or Pasta Gravy Pod on all social medias. Check that new episodes coming out tomorrow or Wednesday if you are listening or watching this on demand. And Pasta Gravy Bro, uh, if you are watching Celebrity Brother, check that out with alex and emma. emma beautiful all right that wraps up this another week so like i say we'll be skipping next week because we are a avid supporter of valentine's day and you know we don't want to doing it in protest doing it in uh, protest for what zuma did to the cat yeah that's our that's us and we're also protesting yeah if you're not happy about it Wink's gonna get you. You um, wink. you don't want Wink coming after you. He's like not the Wink man. He's like Freddy. He'll come and in, come into your sleep, into your mm -hmm. dreams, and fuck you up. Um, but until next week, don't forget seahorses forever. And when it comes to West End, guys, the boys are back in town. See you in two weeks. Hey, let's go to Peyton. He's going to break down that touchdown. Can't hear shit. Never mind. <laughs>